It's not playing with Lex and Dan. To my left is Lex. Hi, Dan. It's lovely here on your left. I, I, I hear good things about my left. It's my best side. Uh, but I'm Dan, so I'm to your right, I guess. Uh, this is a, a podcast, in case you're just tuning in for the first time. And I totally remember how these work. Me too. This is a thing where we record podcasts and we watch a movie. <laughs> is that right? We watch a movie? Yeah, we watch a movie. Okay, great. What what are the criteria for this movie, Lex? Dan, we tend to watch movies that many people in the world have seen, but that mm-hmm, one or mm-hmm. both of us has missed. Shocking. I don't know if I can quite process that, but it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Uh, and I believe this is our season finale for season seven. Man, we've been doing this a long time, Lex. It's true. <laughs> in fact, one of the longest times you could be doing uh, and... <laughs> Like, I was like, oh, and our listeners have stuck with us. I don't know that that's true, but we've continued doing the show. Yeah, Dan, we don't do this for the listeners. Yeah, this is a journey that we go on that the listeners sometimes accompany us on. We What we knew is we should see all the Fast and the Furious movies. Lex should see all the Star Wars movies. Dan should see UHF. And then all of us should watch various Keanu Reeves movies. Like, we, we knew that this had to happen. And the listeners get to benefit, but they don't have to benefit. That's right. That's right. I mean, mainly this is about you and I on a, a journey of personal discovery and i mean what greater use is there for the medium of podcasting than <laughs> two two white guys learning about themselves <laughs> well Lex. which i hope is also what this movie is about oh nice segue that was that was Thank some you. top-notch stuff there uh yeah we're we're hitting the end of our season and we've been on a little bit of a keanu reeves kick we watched speed last time this time we are was that watching the kick? Wait, that wait, was wait. it was, it was, was one okay. movie <laughs> just making sure it was a, a I one said it movie was keanu kick i said it was little okay <laughs> Just checking. Uh, And uh, this time, Lex and I are going to be watching Point Break. Lex, let me ask you, what do you know about Point Break? Well, we're watching the original 1991 Point Break, not a a more recent remake. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I could be very, very wrong about this. (laughs) I know that the movie stars Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves. Okay, check. I know that it was made before Patrick Swayze died. (laughs) I... (laughs) Ooh, great detective work there. Thank you. I saw easily five to seven minutes of this movie when I was a camper at summer camp, and it was a rainy night, so we couldn't do the regular activity. And they're like, okay, you can watch Point Break or go back to your bunk. So I was like, well, I'd much rather go see a movie. Started the movie, was like, this isn't for me, and left and went back to my bunk. Like, before, I, I think the credits had barely, I don't remember if the movie has opening credits or whatever, but like very early on. What do you recall it not being for you? Like, what, what stood out to you? Like, I don't, I don't even it's, know if it's I hard saw it for me to walk away from a movie unless. Unless it's like something I know, like I don't like horror movies very much. If it was a horror movie, I probably wouldn't watch it. But like, I'm just fascinated by the the reaction. What I remember, and I feel, feel like maybe I didn't even see it from the beginning. What I remember was like surfing glamour shots. Okay. And unless there's more than one movie where Patrick Swayze surfs, so I could be totally <laughs> no, no. Wrong I think that's this. I think that's but this one. I believe, and I think the Point Break is a surfing term. But like, I remember just like surfing glamour shots, and I was like, I, I don't know how to surf. I don't give a shit about surfing. Like, what are we even doing here? And so I left. But I, uh, I really think I know almost nothing else. Would it surprise you to know this movie is not really about surfing? 
I will tell you, I know it because of the, the preview screen that's up for me in the Apple TV app. Yeah. That it's about something totally different, but I didn't know that, and it absolutely surprised me. I was 100% sure for weeks as I anticipated us watching. It's like, why the hell do I watch a movie about surfing culture? I have zero interest, and it is absolutely surprising to me that now I know it involves people committing bank robberies while wearing masks of American ex-presidents, which, which is so far removed from my very limited understanding of this movie that it's kind of blowing my mind. Okay. What did you know about it? And, and right. do, you, do you know what you knew about it prior to the description? Yeah, no, I, I actually knew quite a lot about it because I think it's a movie that comes up a lot in references. Um, so I mentioned to you, I think last week, maybe after we stopped recording, this movie is referenced heavily in the movie Hot Fuzz by Edgar Wright. Yes, you did mention that. As one of the uh, Nick Frost characters, two favorite movies, this, I believe, and Bad Boys 2. <laughs> and I believe there's this scene where like uh, Keanu Reeves shoots a gun in the air that's like clipped in that movie. I believe... Uh, see, here's the thing. Now I'm torn. I know more than you do. Do you want me to spoil you on things that I know about this movie? Because I feel like... Yeah, I think that's okay. okay. I think you have to prove to the listeners that you know stuff. I believe that Keanu Reeves, and I think his name... <laughs> My least in- favorite R. Kelly <laughs> I believe uh, you had to bring him up. Uh, I'm sorry, a horrible, horrible person who I hate. Continue. I, I believe that he is an undercover cop trying to catch bank robbers led by Patrick Swayze. That actually sounds familiar to me. That Keanu was undercover in this movie. Yes, I believe you. I think his name is Johnny Utah, or at least that's the name he goes by. And I believe they also are like extreme sports that it seems like an early like too early for that term but like they surf they i think they jump out of planes and there's bank robbing and you know it's all about the like i'm undercover but i come to like the people sort of so like how do i navigate that now i also know additional things because when i mentioned to my wife that we were watching this movie and my wife has a history in case uh, i don't think i've discussed this before where like her parents basically let her watch anything and so like she's like yeah i think i saw this movie like not long after it came out it was like you were way too young for this she's like yeah whatever <laughs> and she said there is a scene where somebody par- like jumps out of an airplane without a parachute and it has stuck with her for 25 years uh, oh man <laughs> okay. so there you go uh, also surfing and i can't remember what the other oh there may be murders. I think that's what she said. I don't remember. That was that was the last <laughs> that's, detail. That's not what Michael Scott on The Office was referring to when he said that's what she said. I think there were murders. That's what she said. <laughs> I was also, I don't know why, but I was thinking about what would the soundtrack of this movie be? Mm. Like, what songs do I expect to hear? And because <laughs> I was thinking of it, <laughs> Well, because I was thinking of it as a surfing movie, I was like, is it going to be like a Beach Boys <laughs> soundtrack? <laughs> but knowing what I now know, I don't that, think so. That would that's, be, that's what I was thinking cool, of the yeah maybe a lot of surf rock yeah Mm -hmm. but i you know i was dreading this movie for weeks and now i'm not i also know only because of this screen that we're on here uh gary Busey's gonna star in this movie and it's directed by Catherine bigelow so this is like this get the real deal there's a lot going on here is what you're saying right so yeah yeah okay well you and i are gonna watch this movie but lex do we have to do it alone just the two of us no dan no 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 listeners are able to watch along with us they can literally sync up the movie with the next chunk of podcast if and only if they become members of the incomparable and watch along with us that way 
That is amazing. And I will yeah. have to say, it's one of the many reasons to become a member of The Incomparable. That's again, There's more benefits? There are more benefits than just being able to hang out with you and me as we watch a movie. You could, wow. for example, listen to bootleg tracks of shows before they're edited. So you get them like immediately, piping hot when they get recorded. Uh, you can join The Incomparable member Slack where lots of people hang out, uh, like-minded podcast listeners and some podcast panelists. And you get access to the bonus track feed, which includes our commentaries as well as other extra content that doesn't make it out into the public. So that's just a, that's just a smattering. Including, by the way, all of our old commentaries and a bunch of other people's commentaries too. Like, that's true. There are other commentaries. And I mean, you know, they're not like our commentaries. I mean, we've been doing this for seven years. We're really good at it. So yeah. we've practiced. And there you are can other get commentaries that. that aren't as good as ours. That's, that's what I'm saying. But I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's lots of lots of great stuff. And memberships start at just $5 a month. You can go up uh, for more perks and you can to choose which shows get your hard-earned money and we hope that not playing with Lex and Dan maybe makes the cut you know and we're very excited to finish out season seven and I don't know I haven't really like taken Lex's temperature on this but uh, season eight could happen it could happen could happen it might happen we're thinking it's an all Swayze season (laughs) (laughs) we're waiting to see if we get renewed yeah yeah we're gonna turn not playing into a game show also we're gonna see if we can find a crossover not playing game show I like this idea I'm here for this Well, Lex, I've got some news for us. Okay. That news is that you and I have seen Point Break at last. Dan, I have a correction to make from before we started the movie. Please. I said before we watched it, as I understood what the movie was about and realized my mistake from childhood, this is going to be a good movie. As it turns out, Dan, (laughs) no, it wasn't. (laughs) Wow. Okay. All right. All right. What's your take? I, it's... It's very stylized. It's very 90s. I feel like, hey, Gary Cole was in there? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it, it does a lot of shortcutting in like expecting you to fill in gaps for things, which I think is not uncommon of movies of this era because it really is in love with its idea. And it doesn't always execute very well on that. There are some things I enjoyed. I, I think in the first, you know hour or so we both thought it was more entertaining i think than we expected right like there's some bits played for comedy john mcginley gary Busey, they're kind of fun right like mm-hmm, i enjoy mm-hmm. their dynamic but then it turns into too much of a like i philosophical i'm not sure that's the right word oh they had a surfing advisor a football advisor police advisors <laughs> but it tends to get a little too much into like the the psychology of Bodie and johnny and i think it loses some of what made it entertaining in the beginning and instead just becomes a little too like ridiculous <laughs> yeah it, like i didn't think it was horrible but i thought no, it was it's very not. dumb and got dumber <laughs> yeah exactly like i thought that it, it they didn't spend enough time on the heist part yep and as we discussed repeatedly throughout the movie these are very bad fbi agents yes yes They're especially piano yeah, I believe it's kind of his fault that Gary Busey gets dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Continental and, Airlines gets to have their name in the in their font, yeah, in which their is font. wild. And then kind of lets Patrick Swayze go so he can get one more chance to surf a giant wave at the end. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I, it's not that I don't get what they're going for. I just don't think it's 
as interesting, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess it wouldn't have been if it had just been like a movie where he like locks him up in the end, maybe it wouldn't have been as like wouldn't have been as unique, I guess. As mm-hmm. you know, you'd be like, "Oh, it's just a movie about a cop catching a guy," right? Like we've seen a million of those. And so I can kind of see what you're going for, but I yeah, I don't know. I I think the fact that it works as well as it does at all, I think is a testament to a lot of the the people in it, right? Like it's, you know, Keanu and he's, he's Keanu. We discussed this last week in speed. I, it'll find him. He's very likable, but he's also, he doesn't have a lot of range. (laughs) And so this character felt, largely indistinguishable from his character in speed <laughs> yeah oh actually no i wouldn't say that i i, I understand I said largely it, yeah it, it, i i will say i found keanu's performance fine for this movie i found patrick swayze boring oh really um, i enjoyed patrick swayze interesting i like i like dirty dancing patrick swayze i like ghost patrick swayze but this patrick, patrick swayze felt very much like uh, unjustified like meaning the character is meant to be like hey from his name and from what we're telling you about him he's like got this one kind of vibe and personality and who he is and then it, it didn't feel, it just it just felt dumb he felt dumb and uh, uh to me a poorly drawn character which is not entirely his fault but like he can't be like hey i'm all about like these things and then also yeah i'm a murderer and i don't feel guilty and i'll kidnap this girl who i used to date who you're now dating like it it all seemed dumb like it seemed dumb in the sense of not believable to me i didn't like it i did not like those things at all yeah that's fair i mean i don't think it's a movie that is that is like massively attached to realism as its credo like it doesn't strike me as something that's going for like a a super realistic vibe to it but i i see your point i mean i don't i don't know i mean Again, I can see why this has sort of become like a cult classic movie in some ways, but it's also, I can see very clearly that I, I feel like I'm not necessarily in the cult <laughs> for that. You know, maybe if I'd seen this movie in the 90s or something when I was a teenager, I would have felt differently about it. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, as a, I agree with you that from this vantage point in my life watching it, you're just like, he just sees like he's full of crap, right? Like <laughs> Patrick Swayze is like, you're just trying to sell this lifestyle, but that's not actually who you are you are uh, you know a criminal yes that that's it that's basically just it i will say the i mean i think john mcginley is my favorite person in this movie he's not like not that i <laughs> like him but he's like it's john mcginley and he's always fun to watch <laughs> even right. when he's like he's just chewing scenery for like you know all his time here and gets punched in the face <laughs> gets punched in the face i liked gary Busey. i mean i was sad when he got shot at the end that was yeah. that was a bummer he didn't deserve that he didn't deserve it they did they did wrong by gary Busey. yeah it, it feels to me like the 90s action movie fan mm-hmm. version of Ready Player One. Oh, to, which, which as I Ready haven't seen, to nerds. but I've read. Or, or the book, right. Yeah, like, yeah. Where it's just where it, there's, I like Ready Player One because I was being pandered to. Right, <laughs> in sure. The, in the book especially. I was like, oh, great, fine, nerd out on me. Have a They Might Be Giants reference here and a Mario reference there. I'm, I'm good. But like, here was like, this movie has surfing and bank robberies right, and right. jumping out of airplanes and naked chicks. I was like, what are we doing? It just, I don't know. It, it was, it was it, not for it, me. It feels very much of its era again. And we say that I think a lot of times about movies that we watch. Watch, but it, it, it definitely true in this case that like i mean we were talking earlier on about in the movie like how they treat surfing as very mystical but it also seems like a like this thing that nobody's into and i you know 
from the again from the vantage point of 2021 it's like yeah man surfing is just a thing that people do right like it's <laughs> not like you don't have to get all like exclusionary and like uh philosophical about it it's just a it's a sport that people do regularly and it's great yeah. like if you have a connection to that great like no problem whatever but they treat it very much like it's esoteric and it's like right it doesn't feel esoteric anymore and, and you sent me a text i don't know what the source of that was that was from IMDb. IMDb, yeah. Uh, it was a great point. Like, as as we were, you know, getting towards the end there, you sent me text comparing this movie to The Fast and the Furious about the undercover cop gets in land with, like, the people who do, you know, some sort of extreme activity, and <laughs> right. then he lets him go at the end after having the chance to catch him. And it's like, yeah, that you're right. It is basically the same movie. <laughs> I don't know. Which one did you think did it better? <laughs> I guess this one because yeah. I, I don't know, but I'll, I, I, I'm thinking about it. you mentioned John C. McGinley is your favorite person in the movie. I'm going to go with Lori Petty. I thought she actually oh, she did was a good. good job. She was good. She, I thought she was funny and real, and I don't know. She she seemed like a character who was trying to have a grounded performance. Like she was trying to react the way normal humans react. Was yeah, except for the her. scene where she shoots the pillow when she finds out he's an FBI agent, which seemed like right. and, and runs away in her underwear, like or in yes. a shirt in a lack of underwear. Right. Yeah, which is weird in some ways too because i feel like that's a very this movie is not super heavy male gaze but there's definitely some and it is always interesting when you have a movie directed by a woman yeah that still feels like and i totally get that like i think especially in this era there were not a lot of women directors working and there were certainly not a lot of women directors working in action right and so i'm sure there was a like feeling like I gotta, you know, I gotta fit in with the boys style thing. And mm-hmm, like and, mm-hmm. and it's a male dominated audience and it's a male dominated the rest of the like studio, I'm sure, was like, you know, looking for probably excuses not to uh give Catherine Bigelow a chance. So I can understand why the trappings are there, and I would say probably less exploitative than a lot of the <laughs> other movies we've watched of that era. But also there's only I mean, aside from Lori Petty, there's the secretary who has like two scenes. And basically no other women of substance yeah. in the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. It's, yes. I, I do think it actually felt very male gazy to me. And I was like, I was trying to decide like what was the right way to think about it. Because in some ways it was like, Catherine Bigelow, I feel bad that you felt you had to make it this way. It was like, maybe you wanted to make it this way. Miss, yeah, I don't maybe know. you wanted to make a male gazy movie. Like, I, I shouldn't be. I, but like, it did feel that way to me. But it it felt... It felt less obnoxious, and I think this is your point. Like it didn't feel as male gazy as other movies we've yeah, watched. Exactly, like, it right. felt like it was measured at least. Yes. But s- still, lots of gratuitous and, and unearned. Like, hey, let's just have these people be naked while they're getting murdered or fighting with people. Right, <laughs> this right. Is, yeah, this is bizarre. But yeah, I, I had higher hopes for the movie when I I like masks. <laughs> And I like, I mean, I, I like a, a bank robbery where the it's cleverly done or whatever, but like, I don't know. It just, it, it didn't pay off for me the way I was hoping. I, get, I I let myself get hyped and then it didn't, it didn't pan out. Yeah. No, I hear you. Uh, I, they re, let's see, they remade this with yeah. Luke Bracey, who I don't know, and who plays Bodie Edgar Ramirez, Bodie, an eco-terrorist. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ray Winston in the Gary Busey role. And that's basically yeah. Okay. Any this cameos is, from our original cast? I did see the James LaGrosse and Bo Jesse Christopher, who are two of the gang members, play <laughs> FBI deputy directors. Okay. <laughs> so that's, I guess, fun. But not, I mean, this was made, was this made after Swayze died? I'm not sure. And I mean, I don't he, think he yeah. was in any way attached to it. 
Yeah, I, I don't think I'll be running running out to get this one, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm with you on that. I didn't hate it for the reasons I expected to. I didn't dislike it for the reasons I expected to say. It's like different reasons. I just thought it wasn't that good. But it's funny to me that I spent so long in my life thinking it was just a surfing movie. Now, I will say, it's largely a surfing movie. I That's wasn't right. wrong. Yep, yep sure. There's a but, lot more surfing than there is bank robbing. <laughs> yeah, more bank robbing surf movies. I agree. This is what I've been saying. Will no one listen? This is unrelated. Well, it's slightly related, but this was my biggest frustration with the movie. Um, do you see the movie Baby Driver? No, although I, I intended to. I just never did. I found that movie, which is a movie nominally about, like, you're like, oh, there's going to be a lot of car chases. And I was like, we came out of that movie thinking, you know what? That movie could have had more car chases. <laughs> I'm a little <laughs> disappointed with the number of, like, the amount of car chases in that movie that seemed like it was very much about car chases. <laughs> So, anyway. But, Dan, if I had to watch Point Break, which I did, I'm glad I watched it with you. Not my favorite Keanu performance that we've seen together, though. I agree. I agree. Where would you rank it on the Keanu performance scale? My least favorite, right? Like Because we did both Speed, which I think is my default Keanu, and Bill and Ted. Which is my favorite Keanu. Yeah. So, I think, uh, yeah. Last okay. after yeah. those. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. I Again, I, and I'll give you full credit. Like He's fine in Speed, and he's fine here, and I like him as an actor i don't i do not find a huge difference in those two performances to me but that's just me <laughs> i it's funny i think he seems he seems smarter in speed <laughs> like, i'll give you that i'll give you that and that, that that to me is the difference but you more, are right. more, more competent at least like like he seems to know what he's doing or like you yeah. know he's like yeah i'm i'm a i'm a cop and uh, exactly i mean but he loses his partner in both right he loses jeff daniels he loses uh yeah. Uh, Gary Busey. I feel like I wouldn't partner with Keanu Reeves. Jeff Daniels, though, wasn't his fault. Busey, I'd put the blame on him, but Daniels walked into a trap. That's true. That's but a, it's just, you know, I'm just saying, it seems risky to be Keanu Reeves' oh, partner yeah. in things. I mean, Alex Winter, you yeah, should I mean, be careful. You, be his partner, you want to be his partner in time travel. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, Dan, I'm glad I got to watch all of these movies with you. I have no idea what our next season will be. I don't either. I mean, you know, as always, we'll take suggestions if you want to hit us up. Uh, I'm sure we have an email address somewhere, but I honestly don't remember what it is. But you can hit us up at... Uh, yeah, you can tweet us. You can tweet us at not playing cast. Is that our... Yeah. <laughs> it's not playing cast. It's... I, I, now I don't know your Twitter by heart. Mine's Lex Fry. Yeah, mine's D Morin. Here's D Morin. I never know if you're D Morin or Dan Morin. I have to auto-complete it every time. Oh, uh, well, that's fine. I understand. I, I think next season, if I was picking right now, it would be mm-hmm. an all Syracuse season. He'd pick each one and watch each one with us. That's, oh, that's man. That's <laughs> <laughs> you really upped the uh, ante there because I was like hell you'll pick all the movies uh, okay I guess I could go oh he's gonna watch all the movies with us that that is a tall I, order my friend what, what I want is basically John to grade all of our movie reviews <laughs> <laughs> nope you were wrong happen. about that one guys it could happen uh, I guess that's a possibility well uh, yeah this concludes uh, season 7 it was a lot of fun. Uh, looking it forward was. to uh, season eight, whatever we decide to do. But, you know, there's nobody else I would rather watch these films with. Oh, I feel the same, Dan. There's nobody I'd rather watch than me. I mean, than with you. But well, until next season, Dan. Yeah. It's my feeling mm-hmm. that our listeners, mm-hmm. I only have waves. I'm trying to get any besides waves. They should keep breaking the points. <laughs> <laughs> they should keep watching the... On sand, no, so I got nothing. Keep keep watching the clogs that they Ooh. wear on the sand. Oh, I thought you were going Dutch. Mm-hmm. They should they should uh, keep watching the cops because we've watched a lot of, a lot, a lot of, of movies, with, movies with officers. Perhaps too many. Yeah. No police next season. That's my, that's okay, my yeah. solid. I'm sure that will happen. <laughs>
Does anyone come into this movie thinking like it's a movie about a guy looking for bank robbers and also a movie about a guy learning surfing from some totally unrelated guy? <laughs> it's interesting because like I believe that they intend for this to be classified as a heist film, and there's very little. It's not a lot of heisting. Heisting. <laughs> But I bet there will be some. You can bank on it. I don't get it. You know it. how to good r- r- role in this movie? No lines, though. Teller. <laughs> it's, mm. it's a bank joke mm. and a pen and teller joke. Uh, I know, All but after you get caught bank robbing, you end up at the pen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>